0: Now on WOC, the QC Current puts a focus on our beautiful bi-state riverfront destination. Presented by Visit Quad Cities, it's a weekly look at untold stories of the Quad Cities region and the history, people, events, and businesses that make this area unique. Here's the host of the QC Current, Hannah Ginder.
1: Good morning QC, I'm Hannah Ginder and this is the QC Current, a new radio show created by Visit Quad Cities, with a focus on telling the untold stories of our bi-state riverfront destination. From little-known history to new innovations to quirky personalities, this show brings you deeper into the Quad Cities and leaves you ready to explore it yourself. This is the Quad Cities, where we're always reaching, always growing, always genuine, and always current. Today, I am so excited to have Roy Barnett, a.k.a. Crunk Chocolate, host of the festival show and also someone who's just very connected, doing a lot of things here in the QC. Welcome, Royce.
0: That was very solid intro that you nailed, by the way. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me. <laughs>
1: yes, thank yes. you. Yes. I've done the intro a time or two by I now.
0: I mean, I can tell.
1: <laughs> All right, so let's just jump into it. What is the festival show?
0: Uh, So um, the festival show is a, best way to explain it, I have a house DJ and they a uh, turntables DJ. And so they do a a set and then along with it are four other acts who each do their own set. And the fun thing about it is each band is a different genre. So cool. that's why I call it the festival show, because you're going to go and you're going to see up to five different fills of uh, music. So like each show I have rap, a uh, rock, a uh, pop, and then a pop punk and then so all of it kind of switches around. Uh, there's always like a rap and a rock and then the other two kind of like change. So, you know, sometimes gotcha. I've I've had country, I've had bluegrass, I've had reggae, I've had funk, I've had all of it. And
1: gotcha. So it's a show for the music lover, not just someone who loves rock, but loves
0: Like truly music. all music. And it's one of those things, especially because uh, I love music so much, like one of the first things I ask people, I'm like... Or like a lot of people have been asked, like, what do you listen to? And everyone says, I listen to everything. And that's such like a general statement. And I mean, I guess I kind of with the festival show, I wanted to challenge people with that.
1: Very cool. How did it all get started?
0: Okay, so I have a kind of a long-winded, but I will come back circle to it. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I love the Quad Cities, and I know the people of the Quad Cities love this area. Of course, that we wouldn't have this podcast if that wasn't true. But I do feel that they struggle to see those details as to like why we truly love this area. It's kind of like a blind faith, and uh, it's like where do they go and the in. Where they go, they also love. So where go, kind of the area that they're at is amazing. But it's just like we tend to frequent the similar places. Like very, when do you try a new taco place? When do you try a new pizza spot? Uh, Me, I moved here when I was 13. So I didn't really have, like I didn't know where you were supposed to go, where you weren't supposed to go. Where was the best place for pizza? Where was the place, like I had to learn all that stuff myself. And I just like ventured out and I would kind of wander around and walk into businesses and be like, who are you? Where are you going? And from there, that's kind of where I learned to love the Quad Cities. Uh, From there, I got to learn a lot of like business owners, but I'm very creative focused. So a lot of like chefs and artists and people who are into music, uh, people who throw music events. And I just Go to all of the shows. I try to soak it all in. A lot of the concerts. I worked at a coffee shop, so I would meet and get to know a lot of people who were also uh, creative focused. Because I mean, a lot of you know people were hanging out there. Those are like creative or entrepreneur people, and so the, I took that as a lot of experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also a big opening. Uh, the there's such a beautiful QC art scene, and it's very. Wide And I feel like between Moment of Honesty, we just have a lot of bars that bring bands in to free to play cover, covers of stuff. And that, like, hurts me in my heart. I know the bands, they do it because, yeah, it's a payday. But I'm sure they would much rather be playing their own music. Like, you start up wanting to be like someone, but then you learn your own voice, you write your own music, you want to be your own person. Mm -hmm. And so that was me wanting to try to figure out how I could – uh, give these artists a chance to be themselves uh, play their own music and also raise awareness and pride in the uh, qc music scene with people very long
1: that's all right <laughs> so you got to about two years ago right yes yeah first yep, festival yep. show very cool so you knew you wanted to incorporate a bunch of different things decided on this four differing genres yeah and went from there awesome um why do you think these collaborative events are so important in the quads?
0: Uh connection. Honestly, like uh what when I was so I started inside and then I switched outside once the world opened back up and now I've switched to streaming. But while it was inside, uh a lot of people after the show would in they would come to me and they'd be like what I loved most was the variety of people because mm-hmm. I'm having five different circles of people coming to one show and the whole idea was I didn't want to have to rely on one thing like if I brought 20 people who liked hip-hop 20 people who liked soul music 20 people who liked rock 20 people who liked singer-songwriters then we were good I also offered a percentage of the door to the artists instead of just paying them a flat fee so it's like hey if you grind and you get like a bunch of people to come in you're making more money for you. Uh, any, mm-hmm. I reached out to a lot of like local photographers, Dot Skiles, Joshua Ryuju, Ashley McLean. Uh, I have them capturing it because yes, I can throw the event, but I don't really know much about photography. I can't make it look great. And like photos on a camera are way better than a camera phone. And so I just very much kind of care about the quality. And you kind of see that through like our social media page. I try to make sure, I try to make these artists look as great as I see them type of thing because a lot of them don't have like actual proof that they perform and how they perform and that it was great and that there are people there and that people like them. Mm-hmm. And until you have those things, people aren't going to support these people.
1: Gotcha. Where are you usually finding these artists? Are they coming to you? Are you happening to see them other places? Yeah,
0: it's a mixture. So like I have a very wealthy like deep well of friends. So who are musicians. So Mm -hmm. from there, uh, the first few episodes or shows were me just reaching out to friends and being like, Hey, I finally got this stuff figured out. You ready to play? Because (laughs) it was one of those things I was talking about it for months, like the idea of it. But until I had it like all figured out, that's when I would come to people. And so I actually had the first six months booked before I made the first, the festival show announcement. Wow. So, uh, Yeah, and now I've been doing it over for a year. There are some artists that I bring back, but I am consistently bringing new people. Uh, Before COVID shut down, I uh, was, I already brought in someone from Minnesota, but I was planning on bringing a rapper from Brooklyn, a singer songwriter from Kansas City, uh, and a a group from Minnesota, another group from Minnesota. So it was like, I was really trying to bring, you know, also like up and coming, very hungry artists to here because they understand and respect.
1: Got it. Love it. Um, It's another thing that I think is super interesting about the festival show. I mean, you have these differing genres going on, but you're also in a historic mansion. It's not just a generic event venue. This is a really beautiful mansion in the Quad Cities. And to tell our audience a little bit about the Renwick Mansion, if they're not familiar with it, this historic mansion was built in 1877 by William Renwick, And it sits on four acres in the heart of Davenport, and it is the finest example of Italian revival villa architecture. The home features a large fourth-story tower that overlooks Davenport and the Mississippi River, eight bedrooms that are available for rent, eight fireplaces, a three-story staircase, a limestone exterior. And so in 1907, the mansion became part of St. Catherine's School, but then in 1973, was sold and became part of a nursing home complex, actually, which is fun to think about. This mm-hmm. nursing home residents are now in a music venue. <laughs> um, and it was listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1983. And finally, it had some renovations and repairs in 2007 and has been serving as an event venue since so how did the Renwick Mansion become the home for the festival show how did you decide that was going to be the spot for it
0: yes well first I'm gonna reach out to Sarah and Dane because that synopsis was fantastic they need to just cut that and just slap that on a commercial for them that was (laughs) great it's on
1: their website so I can't take too much credit
0: (laughs) um so honestly I went to (laughs) a noise rock show so it it's exactly what it sounds like it's a lot of noise it's kind of just like vibes but uh it's kind of like not a rowdy group of people but you know they like to party and so I was there and I was like well if they're willing to throw this I know what I'm trying to bring it's a little more controlled than this mm-hmm. let's see and so I, I asked the buddy who threw the event I was like hey who do I talk to and I have no problem going up to people and being like hey this is who I am this is what we should do together. And Sarah and Dane Moulton, that's their names. Uh, they're amazing. Uh they got it. Like it was almost immediate. And they and so the, it actually started on Wednesdays. I used to throw them on Wednesdays. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was from 7 to 9:30. The whole thing was you, it would be over, you could be home, kids tucked in and watch an episode of Netflix before you actually went to bed normally. And same whole aspect, DJ, four bands. And it was very intimate because it was like a 100, 150 people max could fit in there. Gotcha. And like like you described, a beautiful three-story Italian villa mansion. Like you walk in and you're just like, okay, you're already like taken away from Davenport, Iowa. Like you do not feel – because you have to pull into it and there's like a windy road. And then you just see this giant, beautiful house. And mm-hmm. then you walk in and they're like, yeah, go wander around, have fun. And so it's basically just like a giant house party. And that's kind of how I wanted to like capture it as like this is like a real fun thing. Even with the videos I would make, I'd call them FOMO tapes because it was one of those things. Hey, I know it's a Wednesday. You're scared to come out, but you're going to wake up invigorated because you just had fun in the middle of the week and saw a bunch of original content with a bunch of Mm -hmm. 18 to 65 of all shades, shapes, shapes, and sizes. Right? Yes. You don't
1: have the excuse that, like, ah, oh, I already have plans on
0: Saturday. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> don't worry. I'm doing it on a Wednesday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's since moved to Saturdays, right? Yes.
0: Um, so what happened was COVID hit. Everything shut down. Uh, Renwick is normally a wedding venue. And so naturally, lost a lot of the wen- well the weddings. Uh, gave me opening for the weekends.
1: Gotcha.
0: So, uh, I'm really big on pivoting, flexing, doing what I have to do to kind of figure things out. And I mean, I just took on the weekend. So the first show I teamed up with the homies at fat sacks and we did a birthday party together. It was my birthday. And then the one year anniversary is in July for fat sacks. So we teamed up, they made like this really amazing dessert. Uh, they invited their buddies, uh, break room came and made some food. Uh, it was outside. It was a Good, two, three hundred people. It was really solid. And then the next month, I did a uh, fun, a school fundraiser for Wood Intermediate. Uh, if you brought in any PPE or school uh, goods, you got a percentage off of your ticket. Teachers got an extra ten bucks off of their ticket. Uh, again, had people bringing food. They had an outside bar. Uh, raised, I think it was like five hundred bucks, and it was bags on bags on bags of PPE and school supplies. And so cool. it's one of those things, being able to truly help the community. I've been able to make the festival show a nonprofit, so a lot of the things that we are going to start doing will become more and more community-focused than we already are. Yeah. But uh, I am known to be very vocal, and so it's one of those things you have to learn to stop calling things out if you're not trying to be a part of the solution. So this is just me trying to find as many ways to be a part of the solution as possible.
1: Makes sense. All right. So I feel like I know the answer here. <laughs> it's been positive. But how have people responded to the festival show?
0: Uh, honestly, I mean, so I know what it is. Uh, Like, it's kind of hard to get information out. I'm not necessarily going on any, like, popular shows or radio things obviously up to here but this is I'm over a year in it, so that's what I'm saying like I'm just now people are starting to be like hey what you're doing is cool and let's uh-huh. talk about it and so that's really nice but I mean that's kind of how things work in the QC unfortunately like the information is either held close because they don't want it they're fearful of it exploding or it may threaten their existence even though I'm not a believer in that yeah, um, I grew up working in the coffee culture and the more coffee shops you have means more people drinking coffee, which means that they're going to drink more coffee. If there are more music spots that are doing great music, all that means is more great music spots can open up to throw great more music. Like if we truly want to be in Nashville and Chicago and stuff like that, we need to have multiple concerts happening every night in different places. And we're, everyone is so afraid of cannibalizing them, each other, even though that's, not how anything it works. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. I don't even remember what the question was. I'm sorry.
1: It's <laughs> how people respond. Oh, to the festival they, show.
0: they're getting there. <laughs> they're yeah. getting there. I mean, I have people who truly like love and I see the same group of people. They come and then you get little spurts of people here and there. It's kind of one of those. You got to see it to believe it type of things. Like, yes, mm-hmm. again, our social media, it looks great. The photos look great. Everything looks fine, but you still have to kind of be there and experience it.
1: Yep. Take the leap. Yes. Check it out. Awesome. Um, so what has the process been transitioning from your amazing in-person event to virtual event planning?
0: Yes, uh, a lot of the logistics have changed. So uh, I really had to like learn to give people a reason to even pay attention, uh, especially mm-hmm. at Zoom. No one like Zoom did its hot thing when we were all shut down for three, min- three months here. And so people don't really want to go on their laptops more than they have to. And so uh, I knew that it was a lot of work towards what my grand scheme now is and what I'm planning on doing in December. Uh, But it's just all been a process trying to uh, – I was freed. So with the first show we did at Renwick, and then after that, we've kind of left them and we're doing what I call anti-venues. And so even with our show at Renwick, we changed each room so each band was playing in a different spot. So that was still like a fun way to change up the monotony of a streaming concert. Uh, gotcha. Then we changed it and we were in like a warehouse for the Halloween show. So we had like spooky stuff and lights and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then this December show, uh, I'm going very big with it. And uh, I we have been making the proper steps, getting the proper tools and resources needed because, you know, we have tried two streaming shows and now we're ready to truly like take over now that, you know, winter's coming. So people are going to be hunkered down. They're going to need things to watch. And trust me, Crunk Chocolate has you.
1: (laughs) All right. So I am very excited. This is the first time the QC Current has gotten to announce, unveil something. (laughs) You have an announcement for December.
0: Yes. So the December show, uh, I'm happy to announce the Festivus show. Uh, What it is, it's gonna be December 12th and December 13th. Uh, We have switched from Zoom to Vimeo. And the reason why I love Vimeo is first off, the quality. Think of it as like YouTube. There's a Vimeo app on Apple TV. You can watch it on just like the browser app on your smart television. It's just a lot easier to stream onto your television than Zoom is. Uh, The quality will look a lot better. It will sound a lot better. Uh, also, with that, uh, we believe we're gonna we're gonna make the tickets free and make it donation based. Um, we really can't help and make as much like effect with what we're trying to do if we're doing a paywall, even if it's five bucks. So, especially with everything shut down, so we just want to open it to everybody. You mm-hmm. see the quality, you see how great this is. Do you want to keep this going? Then you know just. Then donate the five bucks that we normally would charge. that's fine. Um, but what it is is a two day event I have 12 Quad city acts, uh, 10 musical acts and two DJs and I'm going to put each an individual group or band inside a downtown Davenport business. And so uh, uh, it's been a very fun process. a lot of the people in downtown I personally have I know or I've gotten to know so uh, really asking them about this crazy idea I was talking to a chunk of them in like August about this Mm -hmm. and it just kind of grew and luckily uh, downtown Davenport partnership I was able to meet with them and they helped sponsor a couple of the businesses and it's just been a giant collaborative event so uh, Kavort who will be opening up the Tiki bar source bookstore Uh, Abernathy's, Taste of Ethiopia, The Drawing Room QC, Stomp Box and Kitchen Brigade, uh, Unimpaired, Theo and Company, Crafted, Underground Economy Co-Work, Armored Gardens, and Analog are all the businesses that are part of it.
1: So it's not just your normal event space where a concert's happening. These are restaurants and shops and bookstores. Uh, That's
0: why I use the word anti-venue, because especially with uh, COVID hitting, you have to kind of Pivot. You got to get creative. You got to try some things out. Uh, I love downtown so much. I love mm-hmm. the originality, the variety, the characters of the people who own these businesses and all the people who come into it. And since the flood hit, they've all been trying to figure out how do we get people back down here. And this is me again trying to figure out how to help, how to throw a really cool events that's truly one of a kind. And so it's just a. And also they got it. I also. You know, a little harassing, a little over-communicating, <laughs> and we're here. So, uh, again, that's December 12th and 13th. Uh, the official announcement actually doesn't come out until the 24th. So, people who are listening right now are getting three days ahead of it, Special. but I still left some information for you to find out, so you don't have to be like, I already know everything. Gotcha. Yes.
1: Where will they find this announcement when it's time?
0: Um. So, we have an Instagram and a Facebook page, and it's at the festival show. One word, the festival show.
1: Got it. All right. So in addition to the festival show, (laughs) you're also very busy with other Quad Cities things. Like you are the host of the What's Happening podcast also. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. So it's me and my buddy Glenn Cole. He's a professional brewer uh, and he's uh, just a Beer geek, and and I mean this in like the nicest way. Uh, He like he loves it, and he's so passionate about it. Uh, Me, I love drinking beer. Uh, From my history of you know uh, coffee, you have to like detect and taste notes and stuff like that. And so we either I call it like it's a mixture of like TMZ for beer culture, but we also interview people in the beer culture. But there's like news that's going on, like Surly uh, Surly Brewing in Minnesota. Their hospitality staff announced that they were doing a, a, a union. And mm-hmm. then ironically, just two days later, they announced that they're closing down their space. But it has nothing to do with that. So it's like stuff like that, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: brew news when.
1: Everything that's happening. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, we talk, we drink beer throughout it and we talk, we describe that. So it's a very welcoming way to be introduced into the beer culture without it being talked over you. Love it. And then I quick drop, I also do another podcast. It's Stuck in the Middle. That is a weekly podcast. It's topical. I talk about everything out of the world, Uh, music, politics. uh, I play music. I do a segment called Speaking Soccer. I'm a Manchester City fan. And I attempt to speak in an English accent as long as I can. Sometimes it lasts long, sometimes not so much. (laughs) And usually I break halfway through it, but I talk about it in excruciating detail. Like, you know what I'm talking about. And the whole aspect of stuck in the middle is for you to get to know about the details of why you should care about things, and it's like a conversation with a friend.
1: Gotcha, very cool. All right, anything else Quad Cities related? You got a plug?
0: Um, shot. Yeah, I have a few more. Uh, yeah, so like like I said, I'm I'm busy stuck in the middle podcast. Uh, I'm right at the moment working on uh, just trying to show some of my favorite. People and things in Iowa, the QC area. So I just started a sponsorship with Gesellie Brewing outside of Newton. They're mm-hmm. the Greater Des Moines area. They just won five medals at the Great American Beer Festival.
1: Oh, cool! Uh,
0: they've only been open for a little bit over a year. They, when they were open for three months, they won three medals, two medals at the Great American Beer Festival. Amazing people, great quality beer. A lot of breweries in Iowa kind of get a lot of attention, and I say for what. And so I do a monthly episode with them and I'm constantly pushing their stuff to great people. Uh, Lucas Stangler is a health insurance uh, salesman. He works for Modern Woodman. But he like truly cares about the community. He really, and he's a young dude. So he's trying to figure out how to get people to care about their health and financial literacy. So him and I are about to start mm-hmm. working together and starting to do some things to show why you should care. And also in like fun and silly ways, uh, Russ of CF Made is a, men's grooming company he -hmm. also owns uh allied barber supply on harrison street and uh he makes all the products by hand all the soaps the body washes he even makes his own type of like febreze and stuff like that and this is an amazing local person just seven minutes from here and that you could purchase and truly help someone uh, support local your quality of your life will improve because this is like truly amazing stuff
1: and you smell good.
0: And I s- smell fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those just those things. I also have another monthly show that isn't music coming out soon that I'm working on. So, yeah, just stay, stay tuned.
1: Awesome. Where should people follow you to know all the things happening?
0: Yes. Uh, so, uh, Crunk Chocolate, that's my Instagram, if you Instagram, C R U N K C H O C O. L-A-T-E, Crunk Chocolate. And then also I have a Facebook page and then also Twitter, which is all Crunk Chocolate. That's it.
1: Love it. All right. So we always wrap things up the same way here on the QC Current. I'm going to put you on the hot seat for a second and you're going to have to tell me some of your favorite things to do, to see, to eat in the Quad Cities. Mm. Are you ready?
0: I am. I um. So... Uh, Fat sacks, obviously. They're about to open up a really cool tiki bar and restaurant.
1: I got questions though. Yeah. Favorite spot for dinner. I'm gonna lead you.
0: Oh, favorite spot for dinner. Um I guess it depends. I'm all over the place. Uh tough sometimes question. I let's see, I like low pies. Uh sometimes I go out to Muscatine for la Moriella. Uh yeah. I mean I guess it's sorry. Is there no, you're
1: good. A, yeah. Favorite local cup of coffee.
0: Local cup of coffee. Uh, so three nine two uh, makes a really good cold brew. I really love Iron and Grains cold brew, and uh, yeah, I would say those two.
1: Love it. Favorite place to grab dessert or a sweet treat.
0: Favorite place. So I'm actually not the biggest sweet person, but I love uh, here's a scoop, because yeah. they have all. They even kind of have like savory sweet ice cream, and yes. also local.
1: And then your favorite Quad Cities brewery.
0: Oh, 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 this is actually gonna get me in trouble. Um,
1: <laughs> you can name a few. If it's you have a to. three-way.
0: It's an all-way. Actually, it's not an all-way. I don't like everyone equally. That's not true. But uh, Wake, Radical, Stompbox, Contrary. Uh, those are kind of like the close, close people that I love, frequent. I drink a lot of their beer.
1: Do you have a favorite beer?
0: No. I mean I'm a I'm a wheat beer drinker, mm-hmm. but I'm literally all over the place. I'm an equal opportunity drinker.
1: <laughs> all right. Your favorite way to spend a free Saturday afternoon in the Quad Cities?
0: Uh the figgy. Ooh,
1: good answer. And what's one thing every visit visitor to the Quad Cities must do?
0: Oh no. Um one thing. I guess pick go downtown and wander. Like, I really like downtown Davenport. It's really fun. Just go downtown and just start on one end and walk down to the other end. You'd be surprised what you find.
1: Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much for joining me today here on the QC Current, Royce.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: All right. I'm Hannah Ginder, and this has been the QC Current.
0: You've been listening to the QC Current, presented by Visit Quad Cities, the official destination management and marketing organization for the Quad Cities region. Learn more about us, our region, neighborhoods, and community partners at visitquadcities.com and connect with us through your favorite social media sites. Tune in next weekend for another episode of the QC Current on WOC News Talk 1420.